Cloud and Clear, the podcast by SADA for innovative business leaders and technology enthusiasts, where we explore how Google Cloud is transforming the industry and what that means to you. Now, here's your host, Tony Safoyan. Very excited to have a, a guest today who's joined us from the great state of Arizona, one of our own clients. Uh, welcome to Cloud and Clear, Heather Sheston. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to have you on. Um, I love the client partner organization and all the amazing work that we do in getting so deep and strategic with our, our top accounts. In, in your specific case, it's uh, public sector accounts. Yep. And um, and I remember working hand in hand at the state of Arizona. You know, we just loved that experience of someone who was literally known as a Google statewide champion. <laughs> uh, that was your title, I believe. It was, it was. And uh, leading the charge in such a large and complex environment. And then, you know, having the ability to bring you to SADA where you could replicate that at so many other places. So it's been, it's been a great uh, union, I would say. Yeah, definitely agree. It was a great transition for me. Uh, perfect timing. And I've landed in excellent spot. I'm super excited about that. Let's talk about the state of Arizona itself because yeah. it stood out in so many ways. Uh, do you want to talk about the project uh, there? Yeah. And, and I know we're still working there. And let's talk about kind of the progress since the initial implementation and what the what the future and roadmap ho uh, holds for for that um, for that state. Yeah, definitely. Um, so like you said, I was Google statewide champion there. I, I got to lead our project team and work closely with you guys as our partner um, to lead us through the G Suite migration. So we focused on mail and calendar. It was a little bit of a lengthy project, getting the agencies on board and moving all that content over. Uh, we completed that project last fall. I think it was at the end, towards the end of October. And um, since then, you know, we had such a great executive team and they've continued to want to focus on utilizing all of G Suite, everything that the state invested in, um, which is perfect because that is really what SADA does when they come in. It's not just about giving somebody a tool. It's really about making sure that they're implementing that tool. They're now we're working with Arizona to really look at moving them off of, you know, their micro tools, doing out of, an out of office project, getting them fully onto G Suite, doing drive migration. So looking at things like shared network drives and SharePoints and stuff like that and moving agencies and content over to drive so that end users can really start to establish that collaboration piece that we love about G Suite. Um, and we're looking at some other stuff, you know, GCP opportunities and projects with audit logs and things like that. So it's it didn't just stop at Mail and Calendar, which was the original intent, was to keep moving with the full implementation of G Suite, which is very exciting. There's an entity being a state, but there's really so many different organizations in terms of agencies of various degrees of complexity and size within um, the organization. So even though the decision comes down, and it's, you know, sort of a central decision. You, mm -hmm. There's still a lot of selling involved. There's a lot of project work involved. It's, it's like a bunch of organizations within one. Absolutely. What are the strategies that uh, you remember, I think, are, are jointly deploying in a, in a tight mm -hmm. partnership to get to get the other agencies excited and on board with, with this journey? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think 
first and foremost, strong executive support. So I would say from the state of Arizona's perspective, we were incredibly lucky to have strong support from the governor's office. You know, that's the very top of any government entity, state government entity. Um, They were definitely on board, very excited about the change, looking forward to what would come from new and improved technology throughout the state. We also had an extremely strong CIO. Um, So he understood what we were going to be doing, what that change would bring to the state, how we needed to bring modern technology into government, which isn't always the case. Government isn't known for um, new and exciting technologies. They don't always get that. So I think definitely having that strong executive support and understanding about what this change means and why it's so imperative um, is like the number one thing to have, you know, so we were super lucky. We had a great project team that worked on this. Um, And we also, not just within our our head agency, but also within the agencies that we were working with, like you noted, um, they're essentially all, you know, small to mid to large businesses. They do different things. They have different contents um, and their end users work differently. So really being able to partner with them, utilize their expertise, understand what it is that they were doing in-house and what their concerns were before migrating them um, was was incredibly helpful to all of us. And I know I think that was incredibly helpful to the SADA team on that side too, to be able to get that interaction with them. Because it's not, it's wonderful to have that buy-in from an executive level, but you really need um, the, t- the tech leaders at all of those entities to understand why we're doing this, see what the benefits are, even though, you know, it might be hard to make that change. Like, what is the reason we're doing this and, and why will it help us down the road? Yeah, the, the top-down support helps, you know, even in any commercial endeavor, when you Absolutely. have the CEO support, the CIO support, the board support, the executive team, it makes those projects Absolutely. Better, but I think what's even more unique about uh, state um, or any large public sector entity is that you know the sub organizations have their own IT leadership. Yes. Yep. You know, they have their own. They have their PNLs. They have their charter. They have their mission. Then they have their their own IT yeah. leaders um, who who have to be won over. I mean, even if the state decides to go, um, there could be all sorts of resistance to. Actual adoption of the technologies or full implementation. So it's really kind of a, 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 it's a ground game to get on there and express the value and do the work and win them over. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we had change management at every level, you know, you're talking executive directors, CIOs, tech leads, all the way down to the end users that are just going to be utilizing the tools. The reason we wanted you at SADA is because we actually saw you in action doing exactly that, which we think <laughs> is like the hardest work. <laughs> It's a it's a combination of like really strong diligence and just enough charm, but like just enough uh, right. firmness and all those things Insanity. combined. Insanity. <laughs> yeah, all, all that stuff. Um, so it's, so the timing of this has been interesting because there's two broad trends and and they're now being like t- t- uh, tightly aligned. One is a big reinvestment and reemphasis at Google within the Google Cloud organization on public sector. Absolutely. If you think about where TK comes from, Oracle, you know, 20% of Oracle's revenue was in public sector. It's uh, when they talk about like the six key verticals, public mm-hmm. sector is one of those for, for all of Google Cloud. So we've seen a re-emphasis re- of that and, and whether it's Brent Mitchell who came over from Salesforce or, or Mike Daniels, um, they, they really bring that uh, execution and focus to public yeah. sector and also yeah. the field team. Like there was just not enough coverage in the past, I think, right. prior to 
2019 and 2020. So we're seeing that uptick. And then you marry that with a global pandemic. I know. I know. It's sort of crazy timing because like we had a playbook, we were running the playbook and the playbook got thrown out. The- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's been, it's been super interesting. It's very interesting to see it for, from both sides of the house, uh, commercial and public sector. I think what I've seen a lot in public sector is, you know, those, those it leaders really seeing, um, I think they've dealt with a lot of crisis situations before, right. That happens in public sector, but this was like nothing that anybody could have predicted. Right. I think what we were seeing a lot of in public sector was um, them not being able to shift from a technology perspective of having uh, their employees in-house on-site every single day to completely shifting to working from home and being able to provide that same level of service for their constituents. And really interesting, um, you know, constituents, they have this technology every day in their lives, right? They can get anything they want 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, and they don't know how it works, but they just know that it works. And they have the exact same expectation of government now. So there's really no separation, I think, in technology, which is very unique. Um, there's not, I understand that this is commercial side and I understand this is government side. Constituents just want that same level of service all the time. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, the pandemic really brought that to light of how government is going to have to adopt and implement these new and modern technologies and able themselves to be responsive to their constituents. Yeah, I think it definitely created the urgency. Yeah. And not, you know, and, and some of our clients who had, you know, been further down the road or started earlier for them responding to this uh, work from home order or massive demand for certain systems like those who had had made progress them pivoting was actually not that hard right right yeah and the delta between those had had and those had hadn't started is like right grand canyon size yeah delta and experience and 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 stress and and all of those things but i think it also for the ones that are, are existing clients um you know, they, they, they saw the value of these platforms before, but boy, was it highlighted. Yes, absolutely. Um, we heard from them, you know, what a smooth transition it was, how they were able to fully adopt the, the applications, especially within G Suite that they had not maybe been fully utilizing before, um, how much more collaborative they needed to be when they were not in the office and how G Suite allowed them to do that even utilizing Meet for video conferencing. I mean, all of those things that are available within G Suite helped them pivot on a dime, which was amazing to see. And we even actually had um, some customers that were sort of in flight with their G Suite. And it was like, we need it now, which was really awesome to see because they they already knew there was value in it, but they knew that there was even more value if they had it immediately. So for the ones that had some made some investments, it accelerated those investments and also highlighted the value. I think just made them grow more appreciative of, of what they had and right. more curious about what more it could do. Right. Absolutely. And then for all those others, I think, you know, uh, we've thrown ourselves into, I think a couple dozen engagements at least that were um, coming in at a crisis, large States, counties, yeah. county associations, cities to help them stand up part of this environment quickly. Mm-hmm. So for those that hadn't, I think it's creating more of an urgency to um, 
to transform in a way that they probably plan to do at some point in the future. Yes. It felt like they had a long time to make those decisions. Yeah. And now they're accelerating, accelerating those decisions. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, again, this just kind of highlighted the need for those tools. And I think, you know, Google having this renewed focus on public sector and, and, getting creative about how they're going to offer these tools to government entities has been incredibly helpful. I would say having been a customer of SADA's, you guys have always had a, a large emphasis on public sector. You, you know, when I was at state of Arizona, you never treated us any different than any of your other customers, mm-hmm. which was amazing. So I think it's, it's fantastic to be able to follow suit with Google's renewed focus on that and know that we're already ready to do this. We're here. We know how to do this in government, you know, uh, working with the folks in SADA that focus on government and me coming in with that expertise really allows us to help them. Okay. Here's where you need to start and here's where you need to end. Yeah. Incredible. There's a couple of other things that have come up, um, kind of front and center in terms of demand. And it has to do precisely with what you said about serving your constituents kind of how they expect to be served and, and, yeah. and where they are technologically. And I think, um, and Chad Johnson recently ran a webinar around contact center AI, Yeah, uh, which is, you know, like massive call volumes, either on the web or on the phone, the ability to increase that customer experience, you know, while taking the load off on the human aspect of responding in a meaningful way to all the inbound interests, whether it's unemployment benefits or other things. You want to talk about uh, con- uh, contact center at I because we're we're super excited about it. I know. I, I I was very lucky to be able to do that with him, and I you know just to be able to intro this and talk about the contact center AI. We specifically demoed Dialogflow, uh, and he did such a great job. We the use case that we had was unemployment because we're hearing a lot of that. You know, at, you know, following up on on the COVID pandemic, we're seeing a lot of this use case for unemployment. Um, it will, you know, your, your constituents are able to call in to, uh, this contact center and get information. They can ask basic questions and that particular, uh, CCAI tool will answer those questions for them. And if at any point they get stuck, it will send them over to an actual person. So it's not like they have to continue talking to, you know, the technology, there's another person on the other side, but I think what is extremely helpful and and it's such a great tool for government you know there's often lower amount of resources uh it's hard to get funding for technology like this and so i think the super cool thing about that is you're absolutely right it's definitely high tech for those constituents that need it it's available in multiple languages which was like one of our questions i knew it would be it's so awesome um but i think it really takes uh you know, the pressure off of those agencies to be able to allow people to call in, get some of that general information, basic information that they probably hear asked over and over again, help those constituents immediately. And then anybody that's getting stuck can always talk to a real person. I've seen some of those projects. Yeah. And obviously the demos and some projects. It's so exciting because we talk, we've talked about AI for a long time in our industry. Yeah. And it's been relegated to, you know, kind of like science experiments yeah. and things yeah. that are interesting and really cool. What's amazing about CCAI and just in this, especially in this application around serving, you know, constituents of public sector customers is that it's the first packaged, commercial, viable, easy to implement, easy to understand 
uh, artificial intelligence solution. Yeah, I mean, it's so basic without it being basic, but it's basic enough for end users to be able to engage with it. Um, It's super savvy. And there's just, I mean, I went through a whole list of use cases for government. I could have talked all day about the use cases for it. There's just so many. So it's such a cool tool. And the AI component is, you know, the part that natural language processing, understanding intent, yeah. what the customer's saying. And when we see these applications, whether they're demo or production, uh, the people talking are not speaking as if they're talking to a machine. They're right. just speaking no. like yeah. in human terms or just yeah. with their ums and their pauses and their whatever, yeah. innuendos, yeah. whatever. It's just like, it's, it's just phenomenal how the AI picks that up. Absolutely. Um, certainly one of the areas that we know that Google uh, excels yes. in terms of cloud technology because we, we we experience it on the consumer end with uh, Google Home or Assistant, yep. um, but it's so much more sophisticated than that because, like, the dialogue flow, the reason it's called flow, like, it, it, it's it's context aware. It's a yes. continuing conversation that's yep. not like, okay, Google, over and over again, right? Yep. It's like, it's a very interesting technology, and I think we saw it demoed at I.O. a year or something ago, and we're like, yeah. oh, Interesting, and now it's landed like yeah. in a commercially viable way. Yeah, customers can buy and deploy within a couple of weeks. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm so excited to see it take off in government because, like I said, there's so many use cases. I mean, we did unemployment, but if you're just thinking about the pandemic again, testing centers, all these all these use cases for government, I just I cannot wait to see it blow blow up in that realm. Um. What's very fulfilling about the space, we have a soft soft spot in our hearts for the space because doing work with Google for 14 years, a lot of the initial work, like we cut our teeth on the technology when it was very nascent, working with higher education, K through 12, public sector. In a lot of ways, these are the early adopters of the technology. And what's great about working in this space is the scale of the impact that we can have yeah, and often reaching the people most in need, mm-hmm. right? It's a very different than a Absolutely. Know, implementation for a fortune 500 organization. Absolutely. Like there's a, there's deep rooted meaning in that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I know the executives when they were looking at, you know, going to G suite for Arizona, one of the biggest and and most deciding factors for them was understanding how many people were utilizing this in the education space. So if you're thinking about the talent that is going to be coming in-house at your company, this is what they know. This is what they've been using. Um, Our project team was a perfect example of that. We had two interns on board, which we were very lucky to have. But I remember at one point I was asking them, did you guys ever use Microsoft Office? And they're like, no. Yeah. It blew me away. So yeah. first, it made me feel really old, but it also blew me away. <laughs> um, but I think being able, like, to see them mirror those two worlds, and if you're thinking about people in their personal life, a lot of what we were seeing is people used Gmail. They were familiar with these tools on the personal side, um, which is fantastic because I think the same goes for the constituents that we're helping. They're familiar with these platforms, and so that that bridges a little bit of a gap there, which is fantastic. Yeah, to be able to reach, uh, you know, just tens of thousands, millions yeah. of people, 
through this cloud technology that impacts like their basic services yeah. yep. in a set of tools that they're familiar with. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of the, to me, it's like some of the most meaningful work that we yeah, do. Absolutely not, is. not that I, I don't, I love digital natives. I love startups. I love the enterprise. Very exciting work yeah. there. But like deploying a county or a state or a city and supporting them through that lifetime journey with Google Clouds, it's it's a uh, it's it's super meaningful work. And I know that you know we're in we're in su- several pursuits. Yep. Uh, what's exciting is to see the continued and increasing demand in states looking yes. at the solution and counties looking at the solution. And with Google's focus, I think we're uh, and 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 the, and the new sales team and the new leadership. Yeah. yeah. I really feel like it's going to be a, a very exciting few years. And you know, even from a commercial standpoint, I know that Google's working it on ways to um, make it easier to buy. Yeah. Yes, you know? for sure. One of the challenges we've had is uh, it's hard for 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 public sector customers to buy a technology that they love sometimes. Yes, because of RFPs and how long that takes, yes. and and um, I think part of the genius is, is designing uh, commercial vehicles by which they can make these um, make these decisions easier and just yeah, go just like a just like a commercial customer would. Yes, would absolutely. I I was I'm super happy to see that too. I think that's definitely a hang up that we run into on the public sector side that we don't run into as much on the commercial side, um, and I think getting that piece out of the way, you know, allows partners like SADA to really get in there and do the real work, you know, talking about the constituents that we're serving, but also if you think about the employees that are working at these agencies, I mean, they're doing some of the hardest and I would say um, least glamorous jobs and um, they do it with low tech. They do it without a lot of resources. And I think being able to come in, I mean, when we were deploying in Arizona, sometimes we saw workloads that hadn't been improved or touched in 30 years, 30 years. I mean, are you yeah. driving the car? Are you using the same cell phone? No. Um, and so I think this, like to me, that that is really just what gets me is being able to make improvements in those areas, really help those employees do their jobs more efficiently, give them access to technology that can help them do that, and then allows them to better serve the constituents. And I think all of that just holistically helps the public sector so much from the sales side of it to the implementation. Yeah. And look, uh, one thing that's... Uh very uh, obvious now is how much of a platform G Suite is. Right. Uh, and, and by the way, the ties into the ability to do data analytics at scale with Sheets tying yeah. into BigQuery um, and how G Suite leads to uh, exploration of GCP, even if you're deeply invested in another cloud or on-premise. Yeah. And I think that's what we're realizing too, and we're seeing in commercial, how those two worlds uh, support one another. You know, if you're a G Suite, you're more, more likely to, to to leverage GCP. And if you're a GC, GCP customer, you're going to look more closely at G Suite as a platform. Right. And one of the things that I'm proud of at SADA is how we've built capabilities around all those um, product areas. Yeah. And you can extend that to Maps, which has really interesting applications in, in, in public sector. Chrome, which is like the lowest cost, most secure yep. you know, endpoint platform. Uh, Framework. If you're on, if you're on G Suite, um, deploying Chrome at scale is, is is the most cost-effective way to to give you know field workers, employees yes. of all yes. types, access to a first-class collaboration environment. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some of that work around, you know, replacing some of these desktop applications is going on at even state of Arizona right now, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, you know, after we've moved to mail and calendar, what we're really trying to do with those entities is is continue their journey. Don't stop there. Really take a look at the rest of those, uh, the G Suite applications or GCP or Maps, whatever the tie-in is, whatever it is that they're doing at those agencies, and really look for ways that Google can help them improve that. You know, like I said, I mean, honestly, some of these workflows have been around for a really long time. And I don't think it's that people didn't want to make those improvements. I think it was either that they didn't have the resources or they're often strapped for time. Um, and money sometimes too. And so I think being, you know, getting access to this modern technology such as G Suite and, you know, it's it's normal, easy to use applications, but the power that they provide and the ability to collaborate and improve workflows is just uncanny. And I and yeah. I think it's so exciting to see them finally taking a look at some of these workflows and making improvements. And it's very personal to me for state of Arizona, obviously, but I'm seeing it with our other public sector entities as well. And it is just so cool to hear the use cases and how they're like the cool stuff that they're doing with G Suite. And like you said, maps and, you know, CCA. It's a risk. It's a risk for us. It's a risk for Google and our customers if they don't deploy more deeply, you know, like you're not, paying for the full license right just to get mail and calendar i mean yep, yep. you know again uh, thankfully i guess the up the, the the upside of the situation is like people have been forced to use the other elements like docs for collaboration more aggressively yeah. meet for a real-time communication more aggressively chat of course uh, the data products but one of the most underrated um features of sheets is the forms functionality right. <laughs> I love forms. Literally always would, would tell people at State of Arizona, like hook, line and sinker with forms. It's such a cool tool and it wasn't anything that was ever available. And so once people get their hands on it, it's, it's so fun. It's you so can fun. replace all sorts of applications oh, I know. work. I know. With, I know. With forms and like anybody can build one. I know. And it's so easy to use. Yeah, it's really, really awesome. Um, and and I think that's the kind of stuff, you know, it doesn't have to be a major overhaul. It, it, it can be something as simple as utilizing forms to really improve a workflow, make it easier for the constituents, make it easier for the work team. Um, it, it doesn't it doesn't have to be complicated or, yeah. or overhauled. Look, the reason that we created um, the client partner organization, Scott Jensen's organization in which you you work. And then added vertical specialist is precisely that objective. Like right. we feel when a customer decides to buy whatever Google product and deploys, you know, the first phase or the first set of phases or the first product set is like to us, that's the beginning of the journey. Absolutely. So staying connected in a in a this unique role that's called the client partner. It's not quota carrying. It's not billable. It's like right. we want Heather to be seen as you are um, in so many customers as like that, just that trusted advisor. Like call right. Heather on anything. And by right. the way, Heather has some playbooks. And right. she, would love to, she would love to deploy them there. Yeah. And um, we see the happiness level go up, the value proposition go up over time. And um, again, we're just we're just starting. You know, this, this team is growing. What I love mm-hmm. about the team also 
and how we've designed it is is the team aspect. Like it's literally a team with a yeah. with joint goals. Um, so if you do need to tap in, Michael aims for like healthcare help yeah. or, or Raj or Laura or some of the other uh, people we're bringing on board. Like it's great to be able to tap in some other expertise too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we have that on our CPE team, but I, I mean, really just holistically within SADA, everyone is like that. It's so awesome um, how everybody jumps in and helps out and and the level of expertise that SADA brings to the table is truly unmatched. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't have gone here if I didn't think that. And But it's, it's just really cool to see how much SADA can bring to the table having so lucky to have to work with you guys and now to be able to work for you is just amazing don't you feel like this pandemic has brought us closer together it really has actually it really has i mean i'm 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 gonna have to kick your ass on the fitness challenge but <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah we have a big contest going on uh but even stuff like that like our executive team has daily stand-ups i know you you're you're probably meeting with your yeah. team and other team members yeah. across different groups probably more than ever so I always try to look for the silver lining and, you know, who knows what the new normal is uh, yeah. and when it's going to, when it's going to be established that, okay, now we're in the new normal. But all I know is that, um, that, you know, all the work that you did and your team did in the first several weeks, just to be there to support our customers through this transition. I'm super grateful for that. Thank you for that. And now since people are kind of, you know, in, in, in some, some sort of a flow, they're really looking at all the other opportunities of changes. They don't. They don't want to make. They have to make. Yeah. Just being in a position with this amazing partner and all everything they bring to the table, being Google, to be able to serve our customers, it's, it's just it's a very fortunate position to be in. Yeah, absolutely. Could not agree more. Well, I, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, I love putting out a cloud and clear all about public sector, uh, CCAI being a huge focus, but a bunch of other things around G Suite. And I know that we have tons of work ahead. And um, I think we're going to add a lot of value, make a lot of constituents super happy and uh, and help, honestly, some of the most vulnerable members Absolutely. of our community uh, with all the great projects that we're going to do in, in, in public sector. Definitely agree. I'm, I'm very excited about it. Thank you, Heather. Thanks, Tony. Thank you for listening to Cloud and Clear. Check the show notes for links to this week's topics. And don't forget to connect with us on Twitter at Cloud and Clear and our website, sada.com. Be sure to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast app.